let's sell liberty and look good doing it with Proud Libertarian. Folks, when we're selling liberty, we have to start things off by peaking interest. And what better way to peak some interest than by rocking some amazing apparel from Proud Libertarian. Personally, I'm a huge fan of their Do Good Recklessly t-shirt, but there's more than t-shirts to find from awesome taxationist theft snapbacks to the killer Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death hoodies. Proud Libertarian has all the libertarian swag you need. And guess what? Brian Nichols Show audience members can rock the latest libertarian swag and save some cash on every single order. All you have to do, use code TBNS at checkout and you'll get 10% off your entire cart at checkout. That's right. Each time you order, use code TBNS and you'll instantly get 10% off your entire order. Listen, I am super excited to have Proud Libertarian here as a sponsor on The Brian Nichols Show. So do me a favor, head over there to Proud Libertarian, place your order today, use code TBNS at checkout, save 10% on your order and help support libertarian entrepreneurs today. Can I pause for a second and, and just note that uh, we got Brian on here who's getting uh, Congressman Massey on and our typical lineup includes like homeless people that believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. The Brian Nichols Show is the fastest growing liberty podcast that brings together people from all means of political thought as we seek to have meaningful conversations about the issues you care about. At The Brian Nichols Show, our goal is to leave the audience educated, enlightened, and informed. And now your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Friday and welcome to July. And yes, it is of course, July 4th weekend. It's right here. It's strap in. Did did we get all of the masks off before July 4th? Because President Biden said we could. Thank good. Thank you, President Biden, for telling us that we were allowed to celebrate Independence Day, the day that we celebrate the time we threw uh threw over a government that was full of tyrannical uh folks, you know, from a far away land that people really didn't have any attachment to, thousands of miles away. Hmm. Sound familiar? Hey, folks, Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Yes, happy Independence Day. Happy July 4th weekend. Please, if you are traveling, travel safe, but welcome to the program. Of course, I am your humble host, and today we are having a returning guest, and one guest I always love having a conversation with. You know her well. Originally, uh, Hannah was over from the Americans Concerned About the Death Penalty. She is now joining us today as a part of FEE, and she is now leading a new part of FEE, focusing on what's called the Hazlitt Project, bringing free market values to those Gen Z folk that we have been focusing here on the program to help sell the ideas of liberty, showing that libertarian and free market solutions can, in fact, help solve the problems they see before them. And what are those problems? We'll dig into those with Hannah Cox. So with that, returning to the Brian Nichols show, you know her from fee one Hannah Cox. Welcome back to the Brian Nichols show. Thanks for having me back, Brian. Absolutely. And Hannah, you are returning to the Brian Nichols show, but on a new role. I, I know a lot of the guests are like, wait, isn't Hannah from the Americans cons- uh, cons- or rather it's conservatives concerned about the death penalty. And they're like, wait a minute, isn't Hannah uh, from there? But no, now she's over at fee doing a lot of great work over there, raising up awareness. Hannah, amazing. You've been so busy behind the scenes. So first and foremost, congratulations on your new di- uh, new opportunities. That is. Uh, so let's start off here. Welcome back to the Brian Nichols Show. Let's kind of start from where you were to where you are now over at Fee and all that took place between now and then. Yeah, well, it's been a couple, you know, whirlwind weeks, but I was formerly with conservatives concerned about the death penalty. I'm back, same Hannah, new branding. I'm now with the Foundation for Economic Education. 
so excited to be there. Um, I think most people know it is Fee or Fee.org, and I have been following Fee for longer than I want to admit. They were so fundamental for me when I was developing my ideology and really getting involved with economics for the first time around back in like 2011, 2012. So I've been kind of a fee groupie for a while. I really uh, have always intended to work at fee at some point. I've had my eye on them. So I'm just thrilled to be there. It's, you know, there's so many incredible historical figures who have come through the, the halls of fee. There's so many incredibly talented people that are working there now. So to I'm in this company that I, you know, I feel like I have a lot to live up to, but I'm really excited about the new role. Well, you speak about some people who are there with you. Brad Palumbo, good buddy. Uh, and honestly, he's like, he's like a friend of the show and a good friend in real life. And, and and you've become a very good friend in real life too, Hannah. So it's nice to have good people who are now in these awesome positions and helping influence really people out there who are looking for answers. And that's something it's, I think, exciting to see. And and I teased this earlier in, in the intro. You're leading now at Fee a part of uh, what is a new program focusing on the up-and-coming generation, and that is a new Hazlitt project. I saw this, and I thought this was phenomenal. So, Hannah, what is the Hazlitt project? And uh, let's kind of dig into what the goal of the Hazlitt project will be. Well, we, we are so thrilled about the Hazlitt project, and, I, you know, it's a really a, a – the sort of brainchild of my boss, Dan Sanchez, who's just wonderfully talented and always very forward thinking. And, and so, you know, a few months ago before I was even at Fee full time, he really started putting together the concept for this project. And, you know, it's, it's a very simple premise. It's that the left really has a monopoly on the media. Nobody has to be informed of that. Of course, the right has their media outlets. But when it comes to people who are really principled in free markets and individual liberty and, and self-actualization, we don't have a lot of places to go in the media. And Fee sort of this, you know, really bright, shining beacon of a platform that it, that upholds these principles and these uh, ideologies. And so uh, part of the program is, is in taking advantage of that space uh, for young, up-and-coming writers and media personalities, people who are aligned with Fee, and making sure that they not only get the platform and the access to really start building their name and their message, but also that they're getting the mentorship and the training that they need to really develop in those skills. So we sought out to find young up-and-coming media personalities in the liberty movement. We wanted to find people who could be trained in economics and journalism and, and then in new media too. You know, these days as a journalist, you can't just write things and just sit back and hope that people read them. You've got to do a lot of marketing and PR and, and production of new media around them. And so that's our hope is to really bring them in, train them, uh, and then hopefully launch them out on platforms of their own. And so we've been able to find some incredibly talented young people, so invigorating, really principled people and, and great communicators. And it's named after Henry Hazlitt, uh, the economist and journalist, um, because that's who we hope to reproduce. You know, we want to find people who are able to take complex economic ideas and break them down in a way that's not only ascertainable to the general public, but entertaining and people who are able to connect with other people. I think the messenger often matters just as much as the message. And we need other young people out there who can connect with younger generations and who can say like, you know, it's there are a lot of people going in this direction or this direction, but there's another way and there's another way to think about things. And there's this whole other school of thought. So we are just so excited about this program. It uh, officially launched in May. So it's still pretty new, but you can check oh, out. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Very new. Very new. Yeah. And uh, we have five uh, young people that are in our first cohort and we intend to have 15 people go through it each year. So we're just thrilled. We're so excited. We can't wait to see where it goes. And, and I think you can anticipate a lot of really cool content coming from them down the road. 
And and unfortunately, to my wife's uh, dismay, it was not Hazlitt wine up from the Finger Lakes, but yes, Henry Hazlitt, uh, which, yeah, I know it's not as maybe fun in that regards. But, I mean, hey, drink some wine, you do some economics, why not? So there is a fundamental need right now, I think, for folks to understand some of the basics of economics, Hannah. And when we started, you know, beforehand, we were talking and I was thinking, you know, hey, is there anything you've been working on that you wanted to discuss in particular? And now I'm just thinking a little bit more. Let's look at some of the basics, because I think sometimes we we get way too into policy because we see the value of policy. Right. But to your average person trying to understand the fundamental basics of the I guess the, the free market school of thought that fee subscribes to and that I would say the greater liberty movement subscribes to. Let's start off with just giving the basics. Why? Why should someone who is maybe a politically apathetic or politically moderate person start to look at free market solutions as a real alternative to, I would dare say, the status quo solution that has been presented and really embraced for, what, generations at this point? Yeah, well, I think there's one thing that people really have to understand, especially young people, but a lot of older people, too, that just haven't really necessarily had the time to study our system up close and in person. And that is that while you have these two major parties who are out there claiming to have radically different views, claiming to have radically different ideologies, they actually govern very similarly. And most of the time, when they propose a solution to something, it involves the government. It usually involves your tax dollars. It usually involves government intervention. And in reality, I think that if you sit down and you have a conversation with somebody in America, no matter what their political affiliation is, you typically find that we agree on a lot of the problems that we're facing in our society. And I think that most people want to see solutions to things like expensive health care or to educational outcomes for our children. But we, we have these radically different ideas of how to approach them. But typically what those arguments are stemming over is how much government intervention we should use to address these problems. When you look at free markets, they're really this radically uh, you know third rail approach to actually address, addressing the problems we have in our society. They're saying we're not just here to debate over how much government. We're here to show there's a whole other pathway, a whole other way of dealing with things that doesn't involve authoritarianism. It doesn't involve state control. It doesn't even involve your tax dollars. There are ways that these things can be handled in a peaceful manner in our society without government intervention. And I think that should excite people because you don't have to watch the government for long to know that anytime they do try to get involved and fix something, they typically not only don't fix what they seek out to fix, they actually end up making things much worse and compounding problems and creating all kinds of secondary issues uh, as they continue to meddle within our lives. And so I love Fee's slogan. The slogan is anything peaceful. And I think that's a great way to look at society. You know, people, humans are amazing. We're very creative. We have a lot of ingenuity. And if you really just get things off our back and let people come together and find out ways to solve things, they can do that. Um, the problem is so often they're prevented from doing it by the government. And so free markets is really this whole ideology and way of looking at things that I think is kind of radical for people because they're just not accustomed to actually thinking about things outside the paradigm of government. Yeah. Well, and Let's kind of look to maybe one of the, the top objections. Obviously, we approach things more from a sales perspective in this in this lens. So one of the objections I, I will I will say I definitely hear is it's got some merit. It's maybe not from the directly from the people that we're trying to convince, but to maybe some of your more radical folks who are saying, listen, Brian, they don't want to get changed. They, they, they want to embrace the status quo. Is, is there merit to that argument that they're just people out there who they don't want to be convinced? They don't want to see the way things have been done forever really changed too much? Because dare I say, maybe it would make them uncomfortable? 
Maybe. I think there's a select few people that our system's working for right now, but it's not the vast majority of people in our country. I think increasingly across the aisle, especially in younger generations, we do see that things are not working out in our favor. You know, you have a whole generation of people who've done what we told them to do to be successful. They've stayed in school. They've gotten a degree. They've worked hard. They've often worked more than one job, and yet they cannot get ahead. They feel like their wages aren't increasing. They feel like home ownership is out of you know their league. They feel like they're never going to be able to get up debt. And they're not wrong about these things. This isn't a false perception. These are these are things that are actually happening. Yeah. The things that I've experienced in, in my time, um, even as somebody who's a very hard worker and by you know, all sort of credentials, somebody who's been pretty successful in their career, you're still facing these barriers and these roadblocks to just the very basic American dream level of success, you know? So people are right to feel that things are, are not going correctly in our society, that there have been, um, there has been things that have been rigged against them. And, and I think that ultimately, if you start to trace those problems back, what you find is that the people who did the rigging were the government and their, and their kind of crony partners oftentimes. Um, but on the left, we hear people, you know, too frequently blame people who are rich for these problems or, or blame people who are in business for these problems. Yeah. Right. We kind of hear a lot of gaslighting, like these aren't really problems. Get over it. Play yourself <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> both sides are just radically missing the mark. Um, there are real problems in our society. They're created by government and something needs to be done to address those problems. So I think we have a real opportunity. And, you know, for the few who are okay with the system working in their favor, I think they need to get with the program because uh, the tide's rising against them. And, and there's really only two options. You know, we're either going to get swept along with it towards socialism and more big government, which is only going to make these matters worse, or we're going to really fight it. And again, pick this other whole train track, you know, of ideas that we can pursue that have always proven to lend themselves to prosperity and to wealth creation and right. to a better way of life. I, I'm, I'm laughing because, like, the priorities are so out of whack for some folks. It's like, I forget who was, maybe it was Dave Smith was, was drawing this this point, or maybe it was Spike Cohen, it was one of the two, but, like, how there was, um actually, I think it was, it was uh, Dave Smith, it, how Northrop Grumman just put out a new ad and how they were touting that they had their first like all female um, like board of directors, and it's like congratulations, your product is still bombing children overseas. Right. What are we talking about? And, and, it's, and it's just it is mind boggling because there are people out there who will see that as a win, and and to think that that's the context of how they they frame their their confines of the world. It does kind of speak to the challenge we face, and that is having to help reframe a lot of preconceived, uh, preconceived notions that more often than not were framed at a very early age. And this kind of goes full circle to the greater conversation we're seeing about CRT right now, which, I mean, that's just taking over the entire conversation. So, I mean, I think that goes hand in hand of why this this conversation of showing another alternative and speaking to the value of free markets is so important, especially right now. Right. I think it's absolutely true. And, you know, I get really frustrated by a lot of the culture war issues, not to say that there's not um, some concerns over culture and tradition and, and things that, you know, we kind of build our society around. But for me, when I look at what's happening under our government, I look at the real ways that they are murdering people and like really robbing them of their prosperity and their freedom. <laughs> right. And, like, all these things. I'm like, are, are we really debating how many women are on a board right now? Like, I just the scale of it is 
shocking to me that people can even be distracted by such things. But I think it really does trail back to the fact that I don't think the average person really understands what's happening behind the scenes with their government and how it's impacting people in their lives until they themselves become a victim of it. And so it's incredibly frustrating. Um, I think the dialogue in our society keeps moving towards these these social issues and, and kind of like fighting between them when really government shouldn't have anything to do with any of it. And if we got the government out of the way, it really wouldn't matter, right? We shouldn't be debating these things. A lot of them are personal decisions and choices of people. And, and I don't really care. What I do care about are all of these infringements on our actual rights by the government. And I just wish people could focus a little bit better on the real problem here. Yeah, well, and at the end of the day, I think there is a market of people that we can speak to. And I, I've been talking about this on a few of the episodes I've been doing. And I think there is number, uh, there's three, really three people we, or three rather groups we should be talking to. Number one, Gen Z. Number two, we should be talking to business owners who are hurt during the lockdowns. And number three, sales professionals slash entrepreneurs and business owners. I, I think those markets, and then just across the board, you're kind of quote unquote normal person in society, the average person who doesn't want to do what? Don't hurt people, they don't want to hurt people, they don't want to take their stuff, right? That's who we should be talking to. And as we enter into conversations with that being kind of the framing of how we would want to govern, not just our individual lives, but as a grand, a, a more grand society, a community to start, right? To, to live in your personal interactions and in your media society, but then to, to con compound that larger and larger. And we see this take place in just what our normal everyday lives as it is when we go to the store and we engage in in commerce that's just a voluntary action and to think that we have such a step away from that world to the very next step of complete state control with the monopoly on violence we need to be able to show the difference between those two and to paint that different picture of taking those current services from the government perspective and showing what it would be like from that kind of free market perspective. So, Hannah, what are some of those winning arguments? What, I mean, what would you think, or I guess, you know, obviously you you do a lot of, um, you know, a lot of marketing and such on your own. So I know you're, you're seeing the top of mind issues that people are looking at right now. So what are some of the things that government's doing right now that people are looking for solutions beyond the confines of government? Is it something in terms of, you know, the, the three letter uh, re regulatory agencies that are out there, like the FDA or the CDC? Does it have something to do with welfare or, or what, what is it out there that you're seeing that we can help offer real life free market solutions to folks? Well, I love that you bring this up because I think it's a huge failing from people that are kind of my tribe, you know, where we often are the people saying, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. No, don't pass this. No, that's a bad idea. And we are not wrong in that. <laughs> but where we fail is then coming in and providing alternate solutions, right? I don't think it's good enough to just say, we don't want to see this, you know, we don't want to see universal health care and we leave it. Well, healthcare is a tremendous problem and really big factor in a lot of people's lives. You know, I've seen my own parents struggle with it as they've aged and as their bills have escalated. And, and we can't just say, get over it, move along. And again, we shouldn't be saying that because the right. reason healthcare is so expensive are because of infringements on the free market, on capitalism, which we've been trying to warn against. So it's sort of a like, you know, I hate to say I told you so, but it's an I told you so. And I think we should call that out. And then I think we should try to propose 
better free market solutions. So, uh, and I think that this is true in any in any area. And I think you know who what issues are most important really just depend on who you're talking to. But you know, for the example of healthcare, I think there's wonderful free market solutions. You can get into all kinds of things from direct primary care to removing regulations around telehealth, which would really help with um, supply issue that we have. You know, when you have a shortage of supply, obviously that drives up costs, and many people in this country still don't have access to doctors where they live. They have to travel for a long time. They have long waits. We could lessen the requirements that it takes for someone to see patients. That's especially true in general practices. You know, we should let nurse practitioners see patients without a, a doctor there. I think that they're given adequate training to address many of the issues people would need to see them for. Uh, it's also true in mental health care. We could, you know, really embolden therapists and, and, and give them a lot more leeway than we currently do versus making somebody go all the way through and get a PhD before they can treat somebody. There's all kinds of regulatory things in place that limit the supply that take up a lot of time for healthcare providers, jumping through hoops, filling out paperwork, dealing with all the bureaucracy that the government and insurance companies have put into place that limit how many times they can see a patient per day, that limits how much money they can make per day, and therefore your costs go up. Um, I think there's a lot that we could do to cut the insurance market out altogether, which is what I'd love to see. I think they're absolutely corrupt and terrible, and I think we should do everything we can to kneecap them <laughs> in a free market way. Um, and direct primary care does that. You know, it cuts insurance providers out of the picture, and it lets people get back to a doctor-patient relationship where they have a cash-based service, and they're told up front what the services are going to cost, and they have negotiation power, and, and that's a free market model that could easily be expanded to people outside the general practitioner space and go into specialists and mental health care and all kinds of other uh, areas of healthcare. So I think there's a lot we could be doing. Um, I wrote recently, you know, when it comes to like prescriptions and treatment, there's a lot we could be doing to peel back the FDA and much mm. of their regulatory powers that make it very expensive to bring new drugs to market, make it really difficult for people to access those drugs, even if they want to voluntarily do so in a trial kind of capacity. We have all these barriers in place. Um, and so I think there's always free market solutions. It just depends on the topic that you're talking about. And I think it's important to find out when you're trying to message these things, you know, what's the most important pressing thing to the person you're talking about, right? Like I might want to talk about the criminal justice system for hours on end, but a lot of people don't care as much about that. So I, I think it's important to listen to people too and hear what problems they're facing and then, and then work to address them in free market ways. It's scrolling at the bottom of the screen, Hannah. I'm not sure if this was intentional, but for the new free ebook that we have here for the folks out there. It's four easy steps you can implement now to help sell liberty to friends and family. And step one of the ebook, peek behind the curtain. And you can, if you want, by the way, get this book ebook, it's briannicholshow.com forward slash liberty friends ebook. Step one is ask better questions. Reason being is because we want to make sure we're talking about the things that they care about versus the things we think they care about, or even worse, the things we think they should be caring about. And that's where libertarians really get off the rails is that we we know what we care about. And we just want people to care so much about the things that we care about. But here's the reality, folks. I'm sorry, your average person, they're not going to get all, you know, very excited about monetary policy as much as we are. Let's talk to them about putting food on the table, being able to pay bills, keeping the lights on at home. That's the stuff that's actually keeping them up at night. That's their bed bug issue. So how can we help solve that bed bug issue, right? It's going into those conversations and offering those solutions. So yes, Hannah, it is so important to make sure we are focusing not only on those important issues, but it is the issues that are top of mind with real life solutions. So uh, one of the things I like to do here, Hannah, and you, you know, I'm a positive, optimistic person. I'd like to try to paint a good happy future as we move forward. And I think things are starting to look a little up. I'm seeing 
in in my greater circle of, of very apolitical friends, they're kind of waking up a little bit to this isn't working and there needs to be something done. Your average person who maybe had influence in their, their circle of friends or their business community, now they're starting to take actual political stances and starting to be more vocal there. So I'm starting to see across the board more and more people not just starting to have conversations, but now starting to mobilize. So I think it's important for us to make sure we're captivating those folks. So what's the optimistic message to that person who is looking for something new beyond the confines of this status quo, red team, blue team? What is it beyond that, that the ideas of liberty can actually bring to them? Yeah, I'm pretty hype right now, actually. Like, I, love I, it. I mean, <laughs> the past year sucked, don't get me wrong. And it's atrocious what's happened. And it's, it's awful, you know, the amount of people who've lost their livelihoods and their lives due to government policies. But I think the silver lining of this entire past year is people are waking up. They are getting it. They are understanding finally, finally, that the government is not looking out for them, that it lies to them, that it often is not seeking their best interests, that it is corrupt, that it is always looking out for its best friends and passing cronyism around even as it kills their business. They're figuring out that everything they've been told about the American dream is hogwash, that these are talking points you're given that are not upheld. And I also think people are recognizing, you know, other principles like freedom of movement is a human right. It's a really big deal to restrict it. And I think people locked in their homes for the past year or locked in failing states all of a sudden have a really new appreciation for the ability to hop borders and to move other places. So I think there's an incredible opportunity for people right now. I think there's a, a real awakening happening in this country, a real divide of people that you can visibly see from various markers uh, out in the world, cough, mass cough, uh, <laughs> waking up to this and who isn't? I mean, honestly, you can you can spot it and you can, you can see that people are, are really starting to have this awareness about them and starting to poke holes in things and ask questions. And I think there's incredible opportunity for us to seize. There's an incredible opportunity for us to educate. I'm excited about it. I think, um, you know, oftentimes it takes something like COVID and it's the awful lockdown policies around it to sort of act as a catalyst to wake people up to what's being done to them and under their name. Yeah. Yeah. We're And we're seeing at the show, I, I know behind the scenes, the numbers are increasing tenfold, you know, just, and I know it's not just me. It, it's, it shows in the greater liberty world, the greater conservatarian world, there are more eyeballs more than ever on what we're talking about as the solution. So right now it's important for us to put the people who are actually offering the solutions and showing how these solutions will make the difference. And Hannah Cox and her amazing team over at Fee, including, of course, the one and only Brad Palumbo, but also now this brand new team you're mobilizing, Hannah, with the Hazlitt Project. It's so exciting. But how about this? You have some stuff you do as well on your own. I know you have an amazing show based. So let's go ahead, dig into that a little bit. So what can folks go ahead and uh, if they want to go ahead and hit subscribe over on your show, where are they going to go ahead and find as uh, they start to uh, peruse through a few episodes? Well, first and foremost, Brian, I just have to say thank you so much for the work you're doing. I think you're an incredible spokesperson for our work and for our movement. And I'm just so glad you're out there and you're such a great champion for our, our ideas. Um, if people want to connect with me, I have a brand new website. I would love Woo. for them to it's hannahdcox.com-home. 
head over. You can get everything there now. You can get all of my base episodes. You can get interviews. You can get articles. You can even subscribe and be a member and get special uh, content behind the scenes and exclusive chats with me. So I would love for people to connect with me there. Uh, if you want to go the old rank and file way, you can go to YouTube or Facebook or iTunes and subscribe to Based um, over on those platforms as well. And you can find me on social media at my handle uh, at Hannah D. Cox as well. Yeah, and we have it right here on the uh, the screen right now. You have your latest YouTube episodes, recent podcasts. Oh, I love this. Rand Paul has won every single round <laughs> against Fauci. Isn't it great just to kind of sit back now and just, I mean, I don't want to be like, you know, hey, I told you so, but like, Gosh darn it! I told you so. <laughs> like, and I, I've had so many friends, Hannah, who you know it was the trust the science, trust the experts, and and now it's like no, I, I realize it was never that. It was blindly deferred to government bureaucrats that you've been told are the people you need to trust, and a lot of people failed at the test, <laughs> which is it does it speaks to the importance of the conversation we're having the conversations you're having and candidly the uh, articles you're writing so um what we'll do if you're cool that will include all those links and more in the show notes but that being said hannah cox last uh word final thoughts here for the audience of the brian nichols show floor is yours well i will make one special announcement here which is that we're getting ready to launch a new show over at fee so make sure you're following fee.org as well Subscribe to our YouTube channel. My new show over there is going to be called Rigged. I'm very excited. It's going to be premiering in August. And we're going to be taking a deep dive and looking at the way the government actually rigs the system against people. So I uh, would love for people to check that out. And this is probably the first place I'm announcing it publicly outside of my social media. So Cool. Well, that, how about breaking news? Brian Nichols Show audience. There you go, folks. Well, Hannah, it's always a, a great conversation. Thank you so much. And for all the work you're doing over at Fee. Keep it up. You guys are making a great difference. And that being said, thank you so much for joining us here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thanks, Ryan. Get ready to start your new morning ritual with our new sponsor, Mudwater. Coffee is one of America's favorite beverages, with more and more people starting their coffee habits every day with a cup of that flavorful anxiety juice. But let's be real. Have you ever heard anyone say, I'm working on getting more coffee into my life? Millions of people complain about the jitters that come from coffee consumption. Our morning coffee rituals can be habit-forming and, for some people, can make getting a good night's sleep almost impossible. And while nearly all of us like the smell, taste, and ritual of our morning coffee, why not explore eliminating the negative aspects of our morning brew? Well, what if your coffee replacement helped induce alertness, not dependency, improve mental capacity and function, improve physical stamina and performance, improve immunity and overall health. Oh, and by the way, it tastes good enough to drink every single day. Meet Mudwater. Mudwater is your fastest growing coffee alternative in the market, consisting of organic ingredients lauded by cultures both old and young for their health and performance benefits. With one-seventh the caffeine of coffee, Mud gives you the natural energy and focus you expect from coffee, but without the jitters and crash. With an organic blend of mushrooms and ingredients like cacao, marsala, chai, turmeric, lion's mane, and more, Mudwater offers a beverage like no other. Whether you want to enjoy it hot, cold, as a latte, or however you take your coffee in the morning, Mudwater is the zero sugar, zero crash, zero jitter alternative, sure to leave you feeling recharged and refocused. Listen, I'm really excited to have Mudwater as a sponsor here on The Brian Nichols Show because I've been able to see the Mudwater difference for myself, and you can too, so click the link in the show notes to get some mud, support the show, and get your new morning ritual started right with Mudwater. And now, onto the show. 
Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Hannah Cox. Absolutely enjoyed that conversation. And if you enjoyed the conversation, will do me a favor, of course, go ahead and share today's episode. And when you do, be sure to tag Hannah and yours truly. You can do that at B Nichols Liberty. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook. Soon to be adding more over on Instagram and drumroll. My audio guy's not going to put in drumroll here because I'm not going to ask him to. TikTok. Yes, we're going to be doing some TikTok videos. I swear it's not going to be me doing weird dance moves. That's not my scene, nor should it ever possibly be my scene. Now, in the future or in the past, for God's sake, nobody needs that. And I don't think my back will allow me to do that anymore with my herniated disc. I digress. That being said, we are going to be talking about sales tips. If you have signed up for the amazing, yes, you know, the four easy step ebook that you can implement now to help sell Liberty to friends and family, you are so lucky. Check your inbox because starting July 1st, you probably noticed you got a sales tip in your inbox. Well, you'll be getting those five days a week, a daily sales tip to help you be a better communicator of the ideas of Liberty, to be a better consultant about you know, what problems the people that you're talking to, your friends, family, coworkers, how can we help address those problems? I'm talking about real situations we're seeing in what we're seeing everyday life. Uh, and I be, I'll be emailing those every single morning and then over on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, I'll be doing a quick video overview of the sales tip for the day. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and be a part of that amazing, yes, I dare say phenomenal, uh, sales huddle that we do every single weekday morning, please head over to briannicholsshow.com forward slash Liberty Friends ebook. Sign up for the four easy steps you can implement now to help sell Liberty to friends and family ebook. It is free. Your email address will be sent right there and then you will go ahead and you'll be entered in to, yes, our daily sales huddle. I'm so excited about this because I've been hearing nothing but positive results uh, thus far from the Patreon. So thank you to the Patreon subscribers who have been enjoying that. Um, and, and with that, yes, what is the Patreon over at the Brian Nichols Show? Well, you can be either an entry level sales member or... You can be an account executive. Either way, it's $5 or $10 a month. Number one, you'll be sent one of these awesome don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker. But also, we're going to be doing some awesome webinars, Q&As. Patreon members will go ahead and have the opportunity to ask their questions first and get the answers first. Also, you'll be able to check out all the episodes before they air for everybody else coming soon. Yes, coming soon. I promise we'll be having a special RSS feed for you guys. And also, I'm really excited because we're going to be doing some uh, get to know the team better sessions where yours truly, Jeremy Todd and Chris Goizetta will be having some uh, one-on-ones with you guys getting to know what we uh, you focus on in terms of our sales and marketing careers and ways that we could maybe give you some advice. So if you want to be a part of that conversation, head over to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and it'll bring you right to our Patreon $5 or $10 a month. Now, I, of course, I hear you and I hear this every single time, Brian. I love the show. I get a lot of value out of the show, but I just can't go ahead and make that financial contribution every single month. My wife will kill me. My significant other will kill me. I get it. Here's what you can do instead. Go to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop and you can support the program while also getting something physical in return. Not from me, you weirdo. No, you're going to get something in return. Like, yes, one of these awesome don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker that you can order from Proud Libertarian, an awesome shop. And I'm so excited with this amazing collaboration with Proud Libertarian. Also, (laughs) 
They are so quick to help us get some awesome merch turned around. Did you check out the brand new Don't Nuke Me Bro t-shirt crop hoodie, uh, crop hoodie, crop hoodie uh, for you ladies out there? And of course, we have a nice big sticker that you can put on your laptop or on your car window. Don't put it on the actual car, folks. That's the secret, by the way. Don't put the actual bumper stickers on the physical car. Put it on your window and it will easily come off with, uh, you know, one of those little uh, razor blades to scrape it off. Spray it with a little, you know, alcoholic, uh, you know, alcoholic spray um, for like window clean or window glass cleaner or use an alcohol wipe. It'll come right off. I swear. I, I have it on all my vehicles. I have my don't hurt people and don't take people step bumper sticker on my car right now as we speak and obviously it helps peak interest that's the whole goal not only of supporting these amazing libertarian entrepreneurs over at proud libertarian and i do definitely appreciate the support here at the program um but also it helps raise awareness about the things that we care about so do you want people to know that good ideas don't require force well guess what there's a shirt for that or do you really want alexa to overthrow the government well guess what there's a bumper sticker for that, okay, maybe don't do that, Jeff Bezos. By the way, watch the Bo Burnham special. Probably the funniest act skit of that entire, um, what, what do you want to call inside? I didn't know what to describe inside as, but the Jeff Bezos bop was hilarious. So, yes, you can get the Amazon overthrow the uh, the government just like you see over my shoulder here uh here on the the youtube version of the program also we have other stuff uh there at the program uh or over at the, the shop so make sure you head over to brian forward slash shop and give it a glance uh there's a lot of great stuff but when you're going to check out be sure to use code tbns at checkout why because you're gonna get 10 percent not just off your checkout from items purchased at the Brian Nichols uh, shop over at Proud Libertarian, but also anything you order on Proud Libertarian, 10% off. Again, use code TBNS at checkout. And I appreciate your support, guys, because not only are you helping support the program, but again, I reiterate, you're helping libertarian entrepreneurs like the, uh, the folks over at Proud Libertarian. So I, I appreciate all the love and support thus far. I'm seeing you guys loving the new, uh, the new merch, the new swag that you guys are getting. So if you, uh, if you have so far gotten your new Brian Nichols show merch, here's what you're going to do. Go ahead and take a picture of yourself with your new merch. And I want you to use hashtag TBNS sells Liberty. And if you want to go ahead and make sure I, I don't miss it, email it to me. Go ahead and email the link to wherever it is or email the picture, brian at com. I would love to see it. And I'm, we're going to go ahead and do something special uh, here at the community at the Brian Nichols Show to give you guys some love as well. And if you want to be included in that, again, go ahead, use the hashtag TBNS sells liberty. And if you want to make sure you don't get missed out, use uh, brian at com as the email address. Send me the link or send me the picture there. Coming up on Sunday question mark I don't know yet I'm uh, currently working on finalizing some scheduling with the potential guests and uh, yes you guys likely know him he is running for US Senate in uh, Pennsylvania one Steve Sheets now if for some reason we have to bump that conversation with Steve back some don't you worry we have a couple of episodes in the bank ready to rock and roll so stand by folks you might have a surprise episode on Sunday replacing the Sunday candidate highlight series 
How will you find out? Make sure you're subscribed to the episode, or rather, subscribe to the program at briannicholshow.com. You can find every single link to wherever it is. Podcasts can be found, and of course, you can find the Brian Nichols Show uh, program there, so make sure you go ahead and give us a subscribe. Here are the YouTube. Go ahead and make sure you've given us a thumbs up on today's episode. Hit that magical notification bell so you're not missing a single episode, but with that being said, folks, it's Brian Nichols signing off. You're on the Brian Nichols Show for Hannah Cox. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.